Good evening. Welcome to Heartland Christian Church. Thank you for joining us for our first ever Good Friday service. This service will be a different, uh, bit different from our normal service. We'll sing some songs, take communion, and read some scriptures. The focus of this service is on the death of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because of his death, we now have eternal life through him. If we believe in him, repent, and a life, live a life that's worthy of him. So we are joined here this evening to commemorate his death so that we may live. Before we get started, let's pray. Father God, thank you for bringing us here today. Thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for our sins and allowing us to live in eternity with you. Bless this service and speak to us as we dive into your words. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before we read about the crucifixion of Christ and his death on the cross, we're going to read from the book of Psalms. Before we do, please stand for the reading of God's word. For those of you that are new here, the words will be on the screen so you can follow along. We'll be reading Psalm 113. Scriptures say, Hallelujah! Give praise, servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Let the name of the Lord be blessed both now and forever. From the rising of the sun to its setting, let the name of the Lord be praised. The Lord is exalted above all nations, His glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, the one enthroned on high, who stoops down to look on the heavens and the earth? He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the trash heap in order to seat them with nobles, with the nobles of his people. He gives a childless woman a household, making her the joyful mother of children. Hallelujah. We're going to sing some songs of praise and worship, but before we do, let's recite the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The band's going to go ahead and play some songs, and we'll go ahead and continue on. Forsaken, 
You may be seated. This will be a bit different than normal because I'm not going to preach. We're just going to read from the Scriptures. If you've ever watched the show Chosen, there's a scene in one of the early episodes from season one where the Jewish leaders and rabbis invited Jesus to come and speak to them. He pulled out one of the synagogue scrolls and read from it. So that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to read from the Scriptures. We'll be reading from the book of Mark. We're going to read chapters 14 and 15. There's going to be a lot of Scriptures. Don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to stand for all of them. So just relax. If you have your Bibles, follow along, or you can follow along with the words on the screen. The Scriptures say, Mark 14.1, It was two days before the Passover and the festival of unleavened bread. The chief priests and scribes were looking for a cunning way to arrest Jesus and kill him. Not during the festival, they said, so there won't be a riot among the people. While he was in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, as he was reclining at the table, a woman came in with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume of pure nard. She broke the jar and poured it on his head. But some were expressing indignation to one another. Why has this perfume been wasted? For this perfume might have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor, and they began to scold her. Jesus replied, Leave her alone. Why are you bothering her? She has done a noble thing for me. You always have the poor with you, and you can do what is good for them whenever you want, but you do not always have me. She has done what she could. She anointed my body in advance for burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests to betray Jesus to them. And when they heard this, they were glad and promised to give him money. So he started looking for a good opportunity to betray him. On the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, his disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go and prepare the Passover so that you may eat it? So he, went, he sent two of his disciples and told, him, or told them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him. Wherever he enters, tell the owner of the house. The teacher says, Where is my guest room where I may eat Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, furnished and ready. Make the preparations for us there. So the disciples went out, entered the city, and found it just as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. When evening came, he arrived with the twelve. While they were reclining and eating, Jesus said, Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be distressed, and to him, one by one, 
surely, one by one, surely not I. He said to them, It is one of the twelve, the one who is dipping bread in the bowl with me. For the Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for him if he had not been born. Now verses 22 through 26 deal with the Lord's Supper. And we're going to do communion a lot different tonight. If you're a baptized believer, we invite you to join us. Mark 14:22, and I'm going to ask Jonathan and Isaac to come up. As they were eating, he took the bread and blessed it. Lord, we give thanks, our Father, for the life and knowledge that you have made known to us through your servant Jesus. Glorify to you for or glory to you forever. As this broken bread was scattered over the hills and was brought together, becoming one. So gather, so gather your church from the ends of the earth into your kingdom. For you all have power and glory forever through Jesus Christ. He then took the bread and broke it and gave it to them and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Now we're going to do this a little bit differently. I'm going to ask you guys one by one to come up and get the bread and then you can take it back with you at your seats and take it there. And Jonathan and Isaac will help. If you guys want to come on up. If you guys want to be seated. 
Thank you for your help. Mark 14.23 says, Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he prayed, We give thanks to you, our Father, for your holy vine of David, your servant, which you've made known to us through Jesus, your servant. Glory to you forever. He then passed around and they drank from it. Jesus said, This is my blood, the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly, I tell you, I will no longer drink of the vine, fruit of the vine, until the day when I drink it in the new kingdom of God. I'll go ahead and give you guys a minute to do communion. Let's pray one more time. We thank you, Holy Father, for your holy name which you made to dwell in our hearts and for knowledge and faith and immorality as you have made known to us through Jesus, your servant. Glory to you for immortality as you have made known to us through Jesus, your servant. Glory to you forever. You, Lord God Almighty, created all things to show forth your name. You give both food and drink to man to enjoy an everlasting life through your servant. Above all, we thank you because you are mighty. Glory to you forever. Remember, Lord, your church to deliver her from evil and mature her in your love and gather her from the four winds separated into your kingdom, which you have made for her because you have the power and glory forever. Let grace come and this world pass away. Hosanna to the Son of David. If anyone is holy, let him come. If anyone is not, let him repent. Marathana. Amen. In the next verse, in verse 26, it said that they then sang a hymn, and I'm going to ask the band to come back up, please. In preparing for this and doing some research, it's likely that they song, sang Psalm 118 or they had a song based off of Psalm 118. So we're going to sing a song based on Psalm, one, Psalm 118 and if you'll please stand. Choice and 
I want to thank the band for doing that song. It took them about two weeks to learn. It's a brand new song for them, so they did very well. In the last part of Mark 14.26, it said they went out to the Mount of Olives after they had the Passover feast. Mark, let's continue. Mark 14.27 Then Jesus said to them, All of you will fall away because it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. Peter told him, Even if everyone falls away, I will not. Truly I tell you, Jesus said to him, Today is the very night before the rooster crows twice. You will deny me three times. But he kept insisting, If I have to die with you, I will never deny you. And they all said the same thing. Then they came to a place named Gethsemane. And he told his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James, and John with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. He said to them, I am deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and stay awake. He went a little, a little further, fell to the ground, and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. Then he came and found them sleeping. He said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Couldn't you stay awake one hour? Stay awake and pray so that you won't enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Once again he went and prayed, saying the same thing. And again he found them sleeping, because they could not keep their eyes open. They did not know what to say to him. Then he came a third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough. The time has come. See, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let's go. See, my betrayer is near. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, suddenly arrived. With him was a mob with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. His betrayer had given them a signal. The one I kiss, he said, he's the one. Arrest him and take him under guard. So when he came immediately, he went up to Jesus and said, Rabbi, and kissed him. They took hold of him and arrested him. One of those who stood by drew his sword, struck the high priest's servant, and cut off his ear. Jesus said to them, Have you come out with swords and clubs? as if I were a criminal to capture me? Every day I was among you, teaching in the temple, and you did not arrest me, but the scriptures must be fulfilled. Then they all deserted him and ran away. Now a certain young man, wearing nothing but a linen cloth, was following him. They caught hold of him, but before he left, the linen cloth fell off and he ran away naked. They led Jesus away to the high priest and all the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes assembled. 
Peter followed him at a distance right into the high priest's courtyard. He was sitting with the servants, warming himself by the fire. The chief priest and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they couldn't find any. For many were given false testimony against him, and the testimonies did not agree. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, stating, We heard him say, I will destroy the temple made with human hands, and in three days I will build another not made by hands. Yet their testimony did not even agree on this. Then the high priest stood up before them and questioned Jesus. Don't you have an answer to what these men are testifying against you? But he kept silent and did not answer. Again the high priest questioned him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? I am, said Jesus, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his robes and said, Why do we still need witnesses? You heard the blasphemy. What is your decision? They all condemned him as deserving death. Then some began to spit on him, to blindfold him, and to beat him, saying, Prophesy. The temple servants also took him and slapped him. While Peter was in the courtyard below, one of the high priest's maidservants came. When she saw Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You also were with Jesus, the man from Nazareth. But he denied it. I don't know or understand what you are talking about. Then he went out to the entryway, and the rooster crowed. When the maidservant saw him again, she began to tell those things, to tell those standing nearby, this man is one of them. But again he denied it. And a little while those standing there said to Peter again, you certainly are one of them since you are also a Galilean. Then he started to curse and swear, I don't know this man you're talking about. Immediately a rooster crowed a second time, and Peter remembered when Jesus had spoken the word to him, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. As soon as it was morning, Having held a meeting with the scribes and the elders in the whole Sanhedrin, the chief, of, uh, the chief priest tied Jesus up, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. So Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered him, You say so. And the chief priest accused him of many things. Pilate questioned him again, Aren't you going to answer? Look how many things they're accusing you of. But Jesus still did not answer, and so Pilate was amazed. At the festival, Pilate used to release for the people a prisoner whom they requested. There was one named Barabbas, who was in prison with rebels and who had committed murder during the rebellion. The crowd came up and began to ask Pilate to do for them as was his custom. Pilate answered them, do you want me to release the king of the Jews for you? 
for he knew it was because of envy that the chief priests had handed him over. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd so that he would release Barabbas to them instead. Pilate answered or asked them again, Then what do you want me to do with the one you call the king of the Jews? And they shouted, Crucify him. Pilate said to him, to them, Why? What has he done wrong? But they shouted all the more, Crucify him. Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them, and after having Jesus flogged, he handed him over to be crucified. The soldiers led him into the palace, that is the governor's residence, and called the whole company together. They dressed him in a purple robe, twisted it together a crown of thorns, and put it on him. And they began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews! They were hitting him on the head with a stick and spitting on him. Getting down on the knees, they were paying him homage. After they mocked him, they stripped him of the purple robe and put his clothes on him, and they led him out to crucify him. And they forced a man coming in from the country who was passing by to carry Jesus' cross. His name was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. They, they tried to give him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. Then they crucified him and divided his clothes, casting lots for them to decide what each would get. Now it was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charges against him was the king of the Jews. They crucified two criminals with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by were yelling insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, Ha, the one who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself by coming down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests with the scribes were mocking him among themselves and saying, He saved others but he can't save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from now from the cross so that we may see and believe. Even those who were crucified with him were taunted him. When it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lema sakbani which is translated, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, See, he's calling for Elijah. Someone ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, fixed it on a stick, offered him a drink, and said, Let's see if Elijah comes down. Jesus let out a loud cry and breathed his last breath. Then the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. When the centurion who was standing opposite him saw the way he breathed his last breath, he said, truly, this man was the Son of God. There were also women watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, the younger son of Joseph, and Salome. 
in Galilee, these women followed him and took care of him. Many other women had come up with him to Jerusalem. When it was already evening, because it was the day of preparation, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent member of the Sanhedrin who, who was himself looking forward to the kingdom of God, came and boldly went to Pilate and asked him for Jesus' body. Pilate was surprised that he was already dead. Summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he had already died. When he found out from the centurion, he gave the corpse to Joseph. After he bought some linen cloth, Joseph took him down and wrapped him in the linen. Then he laid him in the tomb, cut out of rock, and rolled, away, rolled a stone against the entrance to the tomb. Mary Magdalene, the mother, and Mary, the mother of Joseph, were watching where he was laid. Jesus was tried and convicted and nailed on the cross as the perfect, perfect sacrifice for our sins. This happened today, on the Friday before Easter, and thus what brings us here today. Can you imagine being there and seeing this? The disciples had to be scared that he wasn't coming back. They had to be in fear that they were next or that they followed Christ for nothing. There have been many movies made depicting the death of Christ and his resurrection, but they don't do the scriptures justice. I hope and pray that the verses we just read help you to visualize what took place, the suffering and what it cost so that we may live in eternity. Let's never forget that Jesus died on the cross so that we may live in eternity with him. But this wasn't the end, was it? The famous radio host Paul Harvey, before telling one of his stories and going into a break, used to say, in a moment, the rest of the story. Well, on Sunday, we'll get to hear the rest of the story. Well, we invite you, we invite you to join us on Sunday as Derek will tell us the rest of the story. With that, we're going to close with one final song, but before we do, let's pray. Father God, thank you for sending your son down to die on the cross for our sins so that we may live. We praise you for your love and never wanting us to perish. Never let us forget the sacrifice you made. Keep us safe as we travel home this evening and keep us safe this weekend. Bring us back here safe on Sunday. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're not a follower of Christ, today is the day of salvation. If you would like to know more about Christ or to accept Him as your Lord and Savior, or if you're wanting to confess your sins and seek spiritual healing, we'll have people up here to pray with you. Or if you need healing, uh, for anything else, we'll be here for that as well. Before you go, let me speak the blessing of God over you. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord make his face shine on you, be gracious to you. May he may, may his, may make his face shine on you, be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you for coming.